Hello and welcome to the Mind Your Mind podcast. Here at Mind Your Mind podcast, we talk about ideas and thoughts about life, mind, universe, everything and nothing at all in an unscripted, unprepared and undisturbed way. In the next episode, I'm going to rap. I'm going to that direction. <laughs> well, my name is Ozan Kulchu and as always, I am with, yes, you guessed it right, Hannah Malik. Hi, Hannah, what's up? Hi, Ozan. Okay, so today's topic is the most commonly talked and discussed topic. You are going to perhaps hear about it everywhere around you, on all the apps, in your phone, or, you know, any well-being session, you will, you will get to know about this topic. You will learn a lot about this topic, but mostly the negative part of it. So we are going to talk about the most common topic in an uncommon way today. So the topic is called stress. And I'm sure we all see stress in the in a very negative light that, uh, you know, it, it can ruin your mind, it can play havoc with your body, and it can just, you know, cause all things bad. Just, just that you spoke about it, just give me chills. You know, I feel like my stomach is hurting oh, right God. now. Just, just like you, you mentioned, that? yeah. <laughs> so exactly, see, that's the very effect of the word. And if, if, the, if the word can give you so much stress, then I, I believe that, you know, we need to seriously think about how important it is to have a stress-free life is it possible to remove stress altogether from your lives? So, Azan, uh, firstly, before we delve in, delve deeply into this topic, I would want to ask you, what exactly do you mean by stress? And how is physical stress different from perhaps, you know, the psychological stress? You know, as I'm a mechanical engineer, I, I learned the stress more in a in a physical manner. How how does it exert on the objects and what does it mean? Once you learn that, actually, you can start to see the psychological meaning is not that different from the physical one. So the stress is basically the pressure or tension exerted on an object. So you have an object and you have a force acting on it. Uh, most probably it's an external force. As the force acts on an object, stress is just a pressure caused by that. So the force divided by the surface area where the force is exerting on the object. So I did a lot of FEA simulations. It's called the finite element analysis. Mm -hmm. Here you create some mesh on the object. So you have the 3D model. Let's say I have a 3D model of Henna. I made one and I create a mesh. So I basically create nodes for your molecules or bunch of molecules together. And then I add a force on it. And then I run the finite element uh, analysis and it just shows me in a color mode, it looks like a, a very nice candy, like where is red, there is stress on it. And it's mostly near the areas where the force is exerted or near the areas where the structure is not strong enough. So you might have a, for example, you have a table, you, you exert a force on it. The highest stress is not actually on the table, but on the, the legs, especially if there is any defect on the leg. 
that you will mm -hmm. see quite red. And those are the places which are going to break first. But now if you look at the mental side of it, basically the psychological meaning of it is like the state of mental or emotional strain uh, resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. Okay. Now, it's important to look at it from the same point of view. You have an object, which is you, and you have some circumstances, either external or it can be internal as well. You might create stress as well. You create some force, or externally, there is some force acting on you, on your brain, mentally, and it creates some stress. And this stress is felt in the areas where it's the weakest. And generally, we feel it in our bodies. For example, it shows different in different people. But for example, for me, it shows either in my back, like I have back pains, or in my stomach. I think the stomach is the like one of the most common ones. You're stressed, okay. you, you feel a little bit of tension in your stomach, or in your jaws, or these kind of places. The stress always shows itself in some places. Even if you are very strong, the stress will also show it in the, the weakest place of your own. So you will feel it. It's impossible not to be without stress because as soon as there is force, there is stress. Now that brings me to the question what you asked. Can we be stressless? I just created this word, but you got what I mean. It's physically, technically, mentally impossible because even if you don't have any problem in your life right now, even if everything is going perfect, mm -hmm. then chances are you, you create a balance of force mm -hmm. and a little bit of force can create the same amount of stress, but a huge amount can exert when you're in troubled times. And this is why we see a lot of phenomena like, you know, I can complain about my situation all the time. Yeah, I'm not earning enough money. You know, it's very hard for me. But then if I go to Africa, then they will make fun of me. Or if I go to some poorer country, they will make fun of me. Mm -hmm. This is the third world problem. Yeah. But then how come everybody feels the same stress? Even everybody, like someone who has the health, someone who has all the money in the world, all the health in the world, all the good relationships, they will find something to make stress. Because as soon as force equivalence is destroyed by a little bit of a force then there is stress and it shows itself in the mind and it shows inside in the body yeah i think uh, yes what i make out from how you explain stress and the impact of it on our bodies and minds i understand that if we completely wipe out firstly it's not possible to completely wipe out stress from our lives and even if we are able to do that it is like you know washing away or wiping away the meaning from our lives it is something that gives us a purpose you know every day we wake up with some goal in mind even if it is a small you know a, a simple goal of walking to the bathroom and brushing your teeth it, it, it is your next task on the to-do so if you are uh, if you are thinking about that you're stressing about that for a short period of time in the right amount i think that gives meaning to your day to day routine it gives a meaning to 
your actions you know you you need to be active and alert otherwise you know a, a, only staying calm and relaxed all the time and i would rather call it being lazy exactly exactly I, just to show, show an example of what you said yeah you know it's one of newton's laws hmm. it's, it's called the inertia inertia yeah. so it, yes if the object is in balance there is no force acting on an object or the, the resulting force is zero so the sum of all the forces are zero yeah then you won't do anything simple as that Correct. what gets you moving is the force itself internal or external it doesn't matter and this mm. is actually how the how the planes fly do you know how the yeah. planes fly the pressure difference it is flying literally because of the stress acting on the wings Correct. There is a pressure on the top of the wing. There is a pressure on the bottom of the wing. And as soon as there is a pressure difference, high pressure, low pressure, basically it creates a force. And this is mm -hmm. how you fly as well, right? Absolutely, yes. That was about the physics of pressure, uh, of stress. But uh, talking about in general in life, it is important to have you know a small amount of good stress about things that push you forward, that motivate you. Now, I'll give you a small example. You know, I have two kind of alarms set on my phone. Uh, and that is on. Uh, that is done purposely, you know, but intentionally I have set these two alarms. One of them is in a way squeaky, unpleasant voice. Uh, so that's a, it's a very harsh, you know, hard sounding music. And uh, the other one is a very soothing, calming, you know, good to hear music. Now, why have I set these two? Is because, can you guess which one wakes me up? I know which <laughs> one wakes you up. My, my alarm clock used to be ACDC, back in black. My, my wife made me stop it, so. It's the squeaky one that wakes me up. That is what I take away from it, you know. It, it, Every day when I wake up, I realize that unpleasant things can be a great motivator to get things done. You know, anything exactly. unpleasant when it happens to you, it, it gives you a push to, to get things done, to get to get it all right. The only condition is, you know, you should know how to channelize that push, how to channelize that force or the, that, the energy that you have been given. So uh, I think that is the good part about stress. In little amount, over a small period of time, something like, you know, for example, if you are participating in an athletic uh, event, you feel a little stressful about, you know, running all the way through, through the ground. So that is good stress. That is, I call it uh, the good stress. The good stress is actually called eustress. E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, -S, yeah. So for example, if you are, you know, married and now it's been two years or three years and now you want to start a family, that is a good kind of stress that pushes you to, you know, move forward in life. For instance... If you um, want it deep down, yeah, it's good. Yeah, anything, anything that is making you move to the next level in life is is a little stressful in the beginning and that is okay because that push is needed right exactly i think the only difference like if you 
deep inside actually want it, but you're nervous about the outcome or something like that. Or if you don't want it, and that's why you have stress. But of course, if you want it, you need a little bit of push, as you say, you know, you need a little bit of kick from your behind. Correct. A new job, a new position, preparing for it, preparing for your promotion. All these are good forms of stress. And, you know, it, they give a meaning to your life. It's very important to understand that, you know, uh, it, it, it is about your perception, how you see things coming up after you take that stress. Exactly. So, uh, so if you focus on the resources that you have, if you focus on uh, seeing the potential benefits of the situation or the circumstance that you are in, with that optimistic mindset, you are bound to deal with your stress in a positive way and make the best use of it. I think also it depends on how you see the stress or the meaning you put onto the stress is deciding if, if the stress is bad or good because the stress is good. It's a fact. Without stress, you won't do anything. You won't put yourself in uncomfortable situations. You, will, you have a little comfort zone and you will just sit there. You want something, you desire something, or you have a purpose. And that actually creates stress to go ahead and do something. You know, you, as you say, you know, in your job, you will have a lot of stressful situations. If you want it, if you want that raise, if you want that position, or if you want that better job, or if you want that family, you, know, you have to go ahead and do it. And without stress, right. you're not going to do it. I think what makes a stress bad is like, you are holding on too much to the result of the action that you're doing. So the good stress makes you act, but let go of the whole outcome. If you do it, you do it. If you can't do it, then there's nothing you can do because literally that's everything you can do. But the bad stress is the one that you're holding on to the outcome. You want something so desperately that you can't live if, if, if it doesn't happen. And that creates every kind of sickness, I right? I think even before the outcome, people tend to stress over, you know, what the outcome would be. So exactly. I, I think uh, the experience, experiencing any kind of stress, even if it is good stress, experiencing it for too long, uh, you know, the chronic form of good stress can all can become bad stress. Exactly. It can ruin or play with your health, both mental and physical. But do you think we, is there a possibility to convert bad stress into good stress? That's the detachment. So uh, the understanding that you control your actions, but you don't control anything else in the universe. So it is, it is a balance. You're dense with the universe that you do your actions and you calculate, you logically figure out, or you have a purpose, you go for it. However, your gut feel it makes you feel like you go ahead and do it. But you don't expect anything in return. As soon as you expect a specific result to your action, then that, that stress will eventually make you sick. And I think that is the, there is a difference between the good stress and the bad stress and how you can separate and how you can basically realize if you are under dangerous virus called stress or not. 
they agree yeah ozan i think uh, we need to talk more about what would happen how do you think a stress free life can be bad you know a completely calm and relaxed state how can that be worst for us well because eventually you're not going to get anything you want in a life where there is no stress right as we talked that that makes you get up in the morning and do stuff like i i get myself stressed on purpose when i'm working you know but it, because i like it and because it gives me excitement i i can track the status of it by how much excitement i'm getting in my body you know the the feeling of excitement how you feel the breath in your diaphragm when you're excited you know that feeling butterflies in your stomach when you're yeah. doing something you love but you're stressed it makes you do it. it makes you stay up all night that's how i work usually if i have a something to do i stay up all night and i go ahead and do it i i, I wrote the entire be mind the night i didn't sleep at all that year it 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 becomes problematic when you start to track the the pain is bigger than the excitement in your body hmm. that's where that's where the line is if the pain is more then you know that you're in the dangerous area and as hmm. long as you're not feeling this excitement anymore then then it's not good it's not good stress so basically you need to consciously detach but you need that excitement and excitement is basically what makes your life experience very good right and you don't have that stress then you don't have this little bit of excitement so you would be a little bit more in a apathy right i agree absolutely i think stimulating the mind is as important as calming it and if we want our brain to stay uh, in in its proper functioning or at its peak we must use it so you know a, a use it or lose it yeah correct if you if you are staying in a relaxed state for a long period of time uh, you put yourself at a risk of uh, a cognitive decline you know there's there's loss of creativity there is uh, loss of thinking skills there's uh, there are memory issues that arise with it and while in most cases stress can have a negative effect on the brain at the same time we must also realize that in the right amount it can sharpen and improve your thinking capacity your memory and your ability to remember the details the intricate exactly. details the fight and flight responses by the amygdala the part of brain which is the smallest part and if if uh, the amygdala stays inactive for too long and the cerebral cortex has to take over the function of uh, the entire brain and that is when you know too much logics too too much rationality kills your creativity you're not able to think on a go that's when you you are not street smart enough you need a proper well environment to you know set your mind to working you, you can't really think on the go so to be spontaneous you need to have the light, right amount of stress all the time in your body and in your mind just a little bit right like, like a fuel yes just like yeah. a fuel yeah but but you're right actually especially like when you don't have it it can be dangerous and it can be very very addictive someone who struggled with uh, depression i know 
that if you run away from stress and try to get to a place where you are less stressed and more comfortable and you start to be home more and you start to meet less people, you start to talk to less people, you start to do less different things, it becomes quite addictive. And then over time, it becomes self-destructive. What can get you out of that situation is the hardest thing to do because you have gotten used to the comfort when you need a little bit of a push, need a little bit of a stress. So basically to avoid avoiding the stress is actually getting yourself under the stress. So it's actually quite dangerous and addictive if you don't have that stimulation. That stimulation keeps you alive, keeps you wanna live, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the other day I was actually reading about a technique which is, which they call as a relaxing technique uh, for the mind. Uh, It is called resonance breathing and HRV biofeedback training. So this is about, you know, a simple inhale and exhale. When you inhale, uh, there is increase in your heart rate and uh, your sympathetic nervous system gets stimulated. So you enter into a fight and flight zone. But as soon as you exhale, your heart rate drops and your parasympathetic nervous system gets stimulated and you get into a relaxed state, which they called rest and digest. So I I really like the term, by the way. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. So uh, this technique is very simple. You know, it's a simple breathe in, breathe out technique which uh, is used for relaxation. And this is the mechanism behind it. If we combine this technique with some visualization, you know, with every inhale and every exhale, we imagine something like, for example, uh, you know, just to add an additional stimuli uh, to enhance the effect of this technique. So uh, uh, commonly what, what people really do is with when they inhale, you know, during the, the process of inhale, they visualize a form of stressor in their life. So anything, it can be anything like, for instance, it can be a calendar full of meetings. That is like, you know, if you visualize one calendar all red, that can be a, a stressor. So while you're inhaling, just maybe visualize a cluttered calendar full of back-to-back meetings and really feel the stress in your body coming in. And then with the exhale, you let it go. It helps you release whatever is stressing you. At the same time, it not just helps you relax, it also teaches our body to smoothly switch between excited and relaxed state. Instead of getting stuck in one state, be it relaxed or be it stressed, it is important to understand that this is the time to take stress and this is the time to let things go. Being stuck in an overstimulated state is going to be very bad for you. And being stuck in a completely relaxed and non-responsive state is equally bad. There needs to be a balance of both and you need to know when is the right time to switch on and off. So I wanted to know from you if if you have come across any such technique of de-stressing or perhaps switching on and off between stress and 
relaxed state. I think this is the topic where everybody figures out themselves, like what what works for them and what doesn't. For example, for yeah. me, how how do you switch it on? Like when I'm too lazy, when I'm like, like doing anything or or things like that, music is the one. You know, I, I love hard rock, and yeah. it just get, keeps me going. And I think moving. Uh, whenever I, I feel super lazy, don't feel like doing anything, the best medicine of that is actually getting to move. I do some boxing. It's a hard one. Not not like a yoga or something like that. If you wanna get yourself kicked out, get yourself moving, then you gotta do something a bit high intensity. And this really helps me out. It's really hard to start it, but it's really easy to keep going after that. And and how 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 I switch it off. I have a couple of methods. Uh, I used to do a lot of meditation and it really helps me. There are actually a lot of apps uh, for this as well. Like uh, it, it, it counts uh, how many seconds you breathe in and how many seconds you breathe out. And usually like breathing out longer, as you say, it's a bit more calming. So you breathe in for like, you can figure out yourself, but I breathe in like five seconds and I breathe out like 10, uh, eight to, to 10 seconds. And it's really helping me relax in those situations. And another thing that really helps me is managing my thoughts. If I know what I'm stressed about exactly, if there's mm-hmm. one single event, specific event, and I'm very attached to the outcome of it. I always think like, you know what, what's the worst case scenario? What will happen? It makes you ready for the worst case scenario and then act on it. And it, it calms you down a little bit. And another technique, what I do is actually uh, what we discussed, uh, that doing nothing, it really helps. It just works. Yeah. It's the simplest thing ever. You just do nothing. You can you can sit down. You can take a walk. You can do whatever that turns off your brain, right? So it it, it just simply works. I get it from you, and it it's just there. What do you do? <laughs> Thank you for plugging in my book, by the way. <laughs> yes. So uh, it's a good yes. one. It's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> totally humbled. Uh, yes, as you said, doing nothing. So doing nothing can mean different things for different people, actually. Uh, some people just sit and do nothing with their minds switched off for some time. Whereas other people are physically doing nothing, but at the mental level, they are constantly thinking. You know, it, it takes time for them to to slow down their thoughts and, you know, analyze each and every thought. So it, it, it actually starts by slowing down your uh, the train of your thoughts and then probably, you know, dealing with every thought individually and trying to find where the relevance of it, trying to weigh its pros and cons. So, uh, yes, I, I think that is a good thing. And of course, music is everyone's answer to this yeah. pain. Of course, we have different choices in music. Some people like hard rock. Some people like the soft and subtle, uh, soothing tones. But uh, I, I believe music uh, is designed to to help us forget about or maybe just, you know, ease out things in our life. And I think the best part about, about dealing with stress is that it's always easy to convert the distress or the bad stress to a good form by simply changing the way you look at it. Changing your perception is the answer to all the worries. And 
for that reason, I actually started my page on Instagram, uh, Perceptions on Point. It was really hard to think of the name. So I always knew the kind of content I want to put on that page. But uh, I didn't know what exactly am I doing. Like I couldn't find a common ground to all the content that I was that was there in my mind. So one day suddenly I realized, what am I doing? I'm actually making people see the common and the most mundane things in a new light, which is not easily available. We talk about things in a certain way. There, there is a set path or a stereotype attached to anything and everything that we come across. So what I'm doing, what I'm trying to do is making them think from a new angle. I'm trying to change their perception. So that's how I came up with the name now of the page. Now we know. Yeah. <laughs> now we know. Yeah, no, I had no idea. Exactly. But it, it makes sense. That's, that, that's the thing. We are talking about so basic and common things. Yeah. That everybody can think, whoever is not listening to the podcast can think that we are, we are just cliches. Ah, stress, not be stressed. No, it's the most common thing in a different angle. That's the reason I wanted to do this episode. I want I suggested this topic because not everyone looks at stress in this way we are discussing today. And we are giving them a new angle to think about. So changing perception can be anything, as I said, you know, just reminding yourself of of your strengths focusing only on the good parts when you are when you are distressed you can just focus on the small positive in that negative and that grain can you know become larger and larger with your thoughts that's a nice analogy so ozan would you like to summarize our discussion today put me under stress (laughs) so we discussed a little bit about the difference in the physical and mental stress and how actually similar it is and it's basically just a force exert on an object and the pressure it creates on on the object or you your mind and your body basically and we can see it in the mind we can see it in the body as pain somewhere and there are good and bad sides of it so stress is not all the enemy right so we discuss about how technically impossible to be without stress you can avoid it as much as you want but that will put you in a in a state of inertia basically apathy and it's addictive to be without stress so you need a little bit of stress to get you going get you moving just like the how the planes fly and that that stress gives you excitement it makes you do the things you would normally not do because you're just comfortable and you just don't feel like doing it but of course there's a dangerous side of stress as well and that is when you know you're you're too attached to the outcome that is the good and bad side of the stress. And you can see it in your body, either it's an excitement or pain. And you can switch it on and off. Breathing, how you breathe in and how you breathe out can create such a nice balance of what I call holding on and letting go. This balance is actually what you need to stay in this, in the, in this optimum level of stress, but it's not too less, it's not too dangerous. We talk about how to switch it on and off. And you can use basically different techniques, depends on everybody. Music can help you do that. Your perception changed the way you see the stress as well. And yeah, doing nothing as always. <laughs> so did I do well? Oh, absolutely loved it. Something that uh, I would want to add to this is that calming and relaxation seem to be like the antidotes that we need. 
and that's why almost all well-being and mindfulness apps place a huge focus on how to relax or better put how to de-stress but they could be missing a point in everyday life we simply can't eliminate all forms of stress and we should not do either in right doses and in the right form we can make our stress as a stimulator which is absolutely essential which is the key to growth it leads to a fulfilling life so rather than trying to avoid stress altogether we should i would say we should become more resilient to it we should uh, increase our adaptability in the face of stress just like coffee get a little bit sure. it helps you it helps you cheers <laughs> my, my dog or coffee mug approves this message i really <laughs> like that mug by the way <laughs> oh it's so cute thank you so much ozan thank you very much and it was just amazing your insights your inputs I appreciate as always and thank you to the listeners always leave a comment message whatever you feel like sending us and say stay, stay stressed yeah is the good ending stay stressed yeah <laughs> take care